Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. Donna, it's it's lovely to talk to you this morning. First of all, what's what's, what's the weather like in your neck of the woods? What are we what are we talking about this morning weather-wise? Well, it is absolutely lovely. We've no rain, we've no wind, we've a clear sky as compared to yesterday, which was like Armageddon. But we're fine today. <laughs> Very good. Listen, when I mentioned to our listeners earlier that you were coming on to, to talk to us this morning, there were lots of calls uh, wishing well, uh, lots of people going to the concert, which we will talk about later. And Thank you. Uh, quite a few people text in this morning to say that they remembered, including myself, Dana, we remember that night so, so well back in 1970. And I'm sure you must be sick to death talking about it. But do you know something? You're still the sweetheart of Eurovision in our eyes, in here in Wexford. Hi, you're very, very kind. Uh, do you know what I what I love about it? I, I, I don't get sick of it because I love hearing people's memories. And of course, now it's who we were with, who we were watching with that night. And it, it just is beautiful memories for people and I love them they share it because I have my own lovely memories Jim and and you're very kind to to be so warm and welcoming to me and I do appreciate it very much now you're coming to Wexford uh, very very shortly and, and and we'll get to that later but you have you've had a, a an exciting a very career you've had many careers uh, and can I ask you do you miss the political world the cut and thrust of politics Ah, no, I didn't ever intend to be a politician, Jim, that's the truth. <laughs> I I really had no interest in being involved in politics. Actually, maybe we saw it fail so much in the North. But all I wanted to do was to be a voice for people who felt that no one was listening to them. And I had a platform and I, I spoke basically what people felt and were telling me. And I never thought I'd get elected. <laughs> I really didn't. But it is a great honour to be trusted with people's votes. And uh, and it means they trust you to, to say what you've, what you've said you'll do. And that's what I tried to do. I tried to, to do what I promised I'd do, and I did it to the best of my ability. Now, you, 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 the whole world of politics, I, was it your childhood in Northern Ireland that partly drove you? Well, I think that certainly uh, we were part of a, a minority, a majority in our town who never had a place on the council. And uh, we weren't like a highly charged political family. But I was aware that even in my own community, you almost got conditioned to not being listened to. And my mother always used to say, uh, never be afraid to stand up for what you believe in. And speak out. Never be afraid of that. And I wasn't actually a kind of a combative, argumentative type person. You know, I, I always felt that you had to, and I was brought up to respect what other people believed. If it didn't coincide with your beliefs, that didn't mean you dismissed it. You know, you, you respected it. And that's how I was brought up. And that's how I've tried to live my life. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to be denied the right to my own thoughts, beliefs, and the right to say it. You said uh, you, 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 s- anybody else. you said something. You said something very profound there. People were conditioned not to be listened to. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's profound. Yeah, that's true. 
And, you know, that goes on today even. And and that, and that's one of the reasons why uh, local radio stations are so important, because they're so close to the people and they open the door and they're a platform for people to speak. And And that's really important. And God has played a big part in your life. Oh, he, I suppose he plays a big part in all of our lives, whether we know it or acknowledge it or not. And certainly in mine, I, uh, sure, I don't know how people actually get by and cope with the ups and especially the downs of life without having um, a belief that there's actually something more to life than the daily grind and what we're doing. So, yes, it's been very important to me. And are you still enjoying music uh, today uh, like you did way back then? I I do enjoy music very much. I found that with COVID, and maybe it's the same for, you know, some of your listeners, Jim, or even yourself, um, going back into singing um, live um, on stage uh, is... A wee bit like putting your feet back in the cold water, you know, when you're <laughs> going to go in for a swim. There's excitement and there's also a wee bit of always nervousness. And um, But that's good because I think if you're not nervous, maybe you don't care enough. So, yeah, I always get nervous going on to sing. Well, as it always. happens, as it happens, I, I spoke to Tommy Fleming yesterday, and you, you know Tommy well. I do very uh, well. And, and I, I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, did you? Did you? Did you? Pine for your audience? Do you connect with your audience? How do you communicate with your audience? During COVID, did you pine for them? Well, I found, you know, all through my, my singing career, there's nothing that replaces uh, an artist with a live audience. There's nothing that replaces it. And there's a, a, a very special relationship. And she spent as much time after a performance getting to know people and talking to people. And I've always loved that. I've always been very interested in people. And I I, I hope that they'd share the same with me. So I, I love that. And everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has a story to tell uh, of, of equal interest in their lives. And, and I love it. And, and, you know, have a bit of fun as well. So you go out and don't be just sometimes for just a bit of joy, a bit of laughter and, and fun together. Diana, what would you say to people listening this morning? We, we, we have we've many talented people here in Wexford, but I'm thinking specifically this morning because she was we, we played a track from her yesterday, our own Rachel Grace. Yes. And again, you know Rachel. Yes. Many yes. other young artists, budding artists, what would your advice be to them as they set out in what can be a tough, tough old world in the music, in the entertainment business? It is tough. I would say to anybody, if, if you have a dream and something that you feel you want to do, go for it. Don't be afraid of it. Because you don't want to, life can fly by and you don't want to look back and say to yourself, if only I, I tried, if only I'd done it. And, you know, I remember when, when I won Eurovision and the, and the whole thing at the time about Eurovision was being a one-hit wonder. And sure, I assumed, of course, I'd be a one-hit wonder. There was nothing to disprove that to me. But I remember someone saying to me, uh, 
if I can get remember it rightly, Jim, um, better a one-hit wonder than a never-hit wonder, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just keep going and go for your dream. And you're right, we have so many talented uh, people in Ireland and in Wexford and, and their own families. And we've said to our own children, you know, go for your dream. If you don't make it, you've tried. Maybe it wasn't meant for you, but you've gone for it. And I wish the very best of luck to any young artists coming up. I, I see a couple of messages here from earlier this morning when I mentioned that you were going to be talking to us. Uh, you, you very shortly after you won the Eurovision, you were performing in the ballroom here in Adamstown in County Wexford. You probably, yes. do you remember that? I remember everything of that tour. My so God. vividly. Vividly. And I still have mementos from that first tour. I, I, do you know why I remember it so well? We had a, a huge row with a I was with a distribution company for Decca Records. It was based in Dublin and it was called Rex Records, uh, founded by a great man called Michael Gaydon. And Decca, I mean, at that time, it was terribly hard for Irish artists to get even acknowledgement from the big companies in London. So when I won Eurovision, Decca didn't even have the master tapes to print up all kinds of everything. That's incredible. And I'd been booked to do a tour in Ireland, win or lose. And that meant a lot. Because if I'd have lost, I was still being welcomed around Ireland to do this tour. Well, I won. And Decca said, you can't spend whatever it was, two weeks or whatever, going around Ireland. You've got to be in London and in Europe and you've got... And, you know, my, my parents and I, we just talked about it and we said, no. Because Ireland was going to accept me if I lost. So why wouldn't I go if I, when I won? So we had a, a national celebration now, Jim. It was fantastic. Everywhere we went, we were able to celebrate with the people. The win, you know. And God bless the two great writers of that song, uh, Derry Lindsay and Jackie Smith. I'll never forget the writers. Um, because I, I was able to sing their song. And sure, we had a ball everywhere we went, and I remembered vividly. Well, you're you're very welcome back in County Wexford again. You're playing in the <laughs> in St. Alvance's Church in Barntown. Uh, that's on Sunday, the 27th of November. And then on the 29th of November, you're in St. Senan's Church in, 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 a, in Kilrush in County Clare in a place called Toller Street in Drimna in Kilrush. Tell me the line-up yes, along yes. with yourself, Dana. Well, of course, there's Philomena Berkeley, and, and really she was the kind of the starting point for, for doing this tour for me. Uh, we've been friends almost since after Eurovision. She's a great woman and a great artist. The queen of country music, I, I believe everybody would consider Philomena that. And this is her 80th birthday year. So uh, I said, of course, I'd love to do it. Chloe Agnew, uh, I knew her mum very well, Twink. Chloe and I have not actually worked together. But I remember Twink saying to me, oh, my daughter, she's only 16. She's been asked to sing in a new group called um, Celtic Women, and they're going to tour America, and I hope she'll be all right. And <laughs> look at the career she's had. Yes. Amazing. John McNichols, again, a very dear friend for many years. Brian McGran, uh, what a writer. What a musician. And, of course, Simon Casey, one of our outstanding artists in Ireland. So we have a great line up and you know, it's it's maybe an all 
the ups and downs that have been going on in people's lives. It's just a chance to sit and relax. It's candlelit and just to enjoy the evening. The setting, I, I the setting be sounds beautiful. Ah, it'll be lovely, Jim. Uh, I'm looking forward to it myself. I'm looking forward to being with the other friends on on the bill and in the evening together. I think it'll be lovely uh, just to take a moment and sit back and relax. Okay, lovely to talk to you, Dana. The tour dates again is Sunday the 27th of November in St Alphonsus Church here in Barntown in Wexford and then on Tuesday the 29th of November at St Sennans Church, Toller Street in Drimna in Kilrush, County Clare. Tickets are only €30. Euro. They can be brought from Brian Cunningham. We know Brian Cunningham very well in this neck of the woods on 53 91 27758 or online www.bcunningham.ie forward slash shop forward slash or directly from the venues. Dana, God bless you. Thank you for talking to us. You too. I hope I get a chance to, to meet you and uh, all the very best to you uh, and your listeners. God bless you. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.